Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Stafford rolling and throwing. Caught, caught, touchdown. Pass, caught. Got it, touchdown. In a pressure situation, I don't know if I have ever seen anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Well, speaking of a dynamic duo, time to give you our version. The next episode, if you will, Donovan Bailey running things alongside Jason Portwondo. DB, always great to see you. And we're talking some football off the top. We well, one great to see you, man, and and uh, yeah, we're talking. I mean, in this, it's minus forty five outside. By the way, people, it's, <laughs> well, it's like, only forty two. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking about the actual temperature, but it is cold. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. I think it it warms us uh, to watch such an incredible game on the weekend, man. Oh, man, I mean, we're gonna talk halftime show in a bit because that might have been the better show. It's it definitely was the better show. Cooper Cup. You know, you win the Triple Crown in terms of wide receivers, the most catches, the most receiving yards, the most catching touchdowns. This guy may not be the flashiest. He may not be the fastest. But, man, to me, he is the most effective wide receiver in football. Was it the right decision for him to be MVP? Um, okay, so a couple of things. Okay. Uh, the, the way the game started, and I'm very certain that you and I watched the same game. The way the game started, I thought that, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was gonna be <clears throat> was gonna was gonna play a significant role in this oh, yeah. game. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, you know, he's I mean, I know his mother and and he's from a track background. So I was really supporting the Rams and him because, you know, I, I you know, I got some I got some connections there. Uh but yeah, the you know what? Based upon the game that I saw and the fact that Stafford and Cuff kind of took over, you know, I, I think that um People are always going to talk about the offense and talk about how a victory is gotten based upon what they see. Uh, so yeah, for for that alone, for that alone, uh, he he deserved the the MVP. All right, all right. I, I <laughs> thought you were going to where I'm going to go right now. No, but I I, I know where you're going to go. I lo- and, love and, and the and Cooper Cup, right? And, and I don't. And I yeah, go ahead. Go Cup ahead. is a stud. <clears throat> don't get me wrong. About, yeah. A month ago, if you were to ask me who the best wide out in football, hands down, I would have said Devontae Adams of right, Green Bay. Right. But Cooper Cup, I got to give it up. Okay, but but here's the here He's carried his team. Just. Here's the he's, but. Yeah, he's, yes. That guy wearing 99, yeah. football's version of the great one. Yeah. To me, Aaron Donald, what he did single-handedly, he was double team. He was triple team. That last series... Stopping the third and one run. He won the game. For and then rushing and getting to Burrow, making him rush that throw. At least, at the very least, in my opinion, should have been co-MVPs, Donald and Cup. Well, and like I said, if, you know, uh, you know, obviously I'm trying to, I'm splitting, I'm splitting hairs. Mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm. one, uh, defense won that game. Let's just get that. Uh, defense. I agree. Uh, won the game. And 
Um, yeah, I mean, Aaron, man, he, he played he played a man's game and he actually made, you know, the line look like, you know, it looked like he was playing with boys, uh, you know, after a while. And, and yes, yeah, so I agree with you. I think that there should have been, there should have been a uh, co-MVP. I mean, yeah. and, and, and Aaron deserved it because he's obviously been at it for a while. And uh, this is, you know, man, I mean, I think I was so happy for him when I was watching the game. And, and, and after the last play, he pointed to his ring finger. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He played his heart out. And so for sure, he, des- he deserves something. Maybe, maybe uh, Cooper can give him the truck, something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I love posing this question to athletes. Uh, if you could get one ring in your lifetime, which one is more important? Wedding ring or championship ring? <laughs> you would believe. It's, it's not even close. It's not it? even close for athletes. So then they all you, want the championship. So why are you going to ask me? I'm not asking you. <laughs> okay, good. I wouldn't put you in that spot. <laughs> yeah, good. I would never put you on the I hot seat. I got a few championship rings. It's all really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take another championship ring too. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you. We didn't even talk about the, the, the suffering. We'll, we'll, leave that, we'll leave that for another time. But, yeah, no, just going back to the game overall. I thought it was okay. Had a bit of a lull there where, you know, the defense took over. But but all in all, this was by far, in my opinion, the best postseason in the NFL ever. I haven't watched them all, obviously. Yeah. But, I, man. Yeah, I think there's a what one of the things that I loved about about uh about this season, I mean the NFL has gotten black eye over the years. I've, mm-hmm. I've said this before. They've gotten black eye. They've had. They've had. They've certainly had uh, to deal with marketing issues, hiring issues, all kinds of issues, and you know, abuse players, abusing their spouses, all kinds, drugs, people shooting mm-hmm. each other. But I got to tell you, postseason this year, all the fans that you lost over the years because of all of those things that you did, you got them all back in droves because the games were so incredible. Uh, the product on the field was so incredible. And yeah, man, I, I loved what happened uh, NFL season. And, and, and again, even, even the finals, even the finals. I mean, you know, I thought I, I, I was praying for uh, n- not a blowout, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and it ended up being a good game. It ended up being a last possession game again. So, in in so in line with all, in in line with all of the games that were played this postseason, uh, it finished the season that way, and it was incredible. Joe Burrow, <clears throat> if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> you need some new security because <laughs> brother got sacked seventy times yeah, this man. year, fifty one wow. in the regular season, nineteen more times. In the postseason, if he were to have won the Super Bowl, that'd have been a record. He got yeah. dropped. At, I can't even keep count. At, at least eight times. Well, he got. I mean, for him to get, um, for him to get an NFL record. I'm sorry, a Super Bowl record uh, amount of sack. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I think he's got a. I don't know. I don't know what the court. I mean, I know that when the quarterbacks. I know that when you win the Super Bowl, you usually buy all the guys on the line of Rolex. I don't know what you're gonna buy that that those guys, man. I mean, something battery operated. <laughs> Well, solar. I don't know, exactly. Like. <laughs> I ain't buying you no watches. Like, man, oh, man. But, yeah, all in all, great game. And uh, Matthew Stafford, feel good for him, too, after yeah. all that futility in Detroit. You know, goes to L.A. first year. And, and that's not easy to do, you know, become a, a first-year quarterback on a team. Not just first-year overall, but with that team, your first year, and you get it done. So, yeah, I got congratulations. It, I got I to jump in here for a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I loved about, uh, you know, you talk about athletes in class. And, and and one of the things uh, that I, I read and saw was Stafford 
reaching out to, to all his Detroit fans and see cool. this, and see this is for you also. Yeah. And I thought that I mean just just for an athlete achieving uh, his his highest achievement in his sport and still not forgetting exactly where he came from. So again, congratulations to him, man. That's awesome. 100%. And by the way, last thing Cooper Cup, I know he did a lot of great things this year mm. with Obviously, Matthew Stafford, he did a lot of great things with Jared Goff, too. So, you know, Cooper Cup, I don't care who's throwing on the ball. The man is just unreal. So the game was great, but but, but perhaps the better show was at halftime. It's the one in the It was lit, and I love it because a lot of the kids were like, what is this? And all the parents are going at it going, yeah, this is it. This is it. I'm going to say this was the best halftime show ever. I'm not going to disrespect the others. I'm saying ever. Wow. It had the perfect mix. You heard the voices of Dre and Snoop and Mary, but you throw in Kendrick, Eminem. We'll talk more about the knee in a second. To me, this was it. Okay, I'm I'm gonna differ. Can you give me a better one? Uh, I I believe that Prince uh, played a half. That time. was good, and so was Shakira and J Lo. I mean, mm, mm. <laughs> that was something. All I right. mean, no, but bringing I, out the did, Latino. Did, did Michael Jackson ever play? Muy bien. I don't know. No, no. Okay, so so I so don't so, care. This was the best. So I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna agree with you, bec- but but with a caveat. Okay. In in recent memory. In recent memory, especially for the for you kids out there who don't really understand how your parents or how the older <laughs> folks used to rock it. In recent memory, this is by far the best halftime show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, by far. I mean, you know, in recent memory. I mean, I, I you know, I was privileged to see both Michael Jackson and Prince in concert. So, okay. uh, so I'm saying to you that I understand what it's like to be live for both of those uh, incredible artists. But uh, watching this. Honoring hip hop, uh, put you know from you know uh, Jay Z putting together. They even uh, slid in a little fitty. Yeah, I well, mean, well, apparently seventy five now because he was uh, <laughs> he was uh, his wife beater had three wives in it. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's, so he's ripped as <laughs> ripped a, as an eighteen pack. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is by far. I, I'm 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 with you in recent memory. This is by far one of the incredible. Uh, halftime shows ever uh, and and every person probably north of 30 or 40 or whatever was rocking out every i mean and all you kids out there yeah that's how we do it that's exactly how we do it i mean it's not trap music this is how we, you jump off the couch and you let it rock I and mean, that this is what happened man and and again in line with the season in line with the season jason this like ending up the ending up the year with that kind of game, and probably in recent memories, uh, like my caveat, <laughs> in recent memories, <laughs> the best halftime show ever. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, man, oh man. Uh, I didn't want it to end. It was only about 20 minutes. Right. Didn't want it to end. Yeah. But I, yeah. You know what I thought? I thought that what should have happened was the game should have played, the halftime show should have been like an appetizer. Mm-hmm. And then when the game was over, a full concert for two hours. Wouldn't that have been better? 
<laughs> Maybe on the West Coast, but that's a little late for those of us on the East Coast. I'd have stayed up. You would have stayed up. I'd have stayed up. I would have caught. I would have caught the highlights up. in the morning. Yeah, I'd have stayed. Oh, up. Wow, that yeah. was phenomenal. So, so kind of bittersweet. That's it for football now for seven months. It's gonna be a long time, but then it opens things up for other sports. Right. So we, we look forward to that. Speaking of other sports, we got to talk some Olympics as we transition on this edition of Donovan Bailey running things. DB alongside. JP, Jason Portwondo, this and every show powered by ACAST. Norway. Norway. Yes, you hear me right. Norway at the top of the medal table with 26, 12 of which are of the gold variety. But I want to talk U.S. I don't want to talk something that we've never seen before, and it's courtesy of Aaron Jackson. Here comes Aaron Jackson to the line. Can she take the lead? Erin Jackson of the United States has oh, taken the lead. She's gone to the gold medal position with a time of 37.04. And she wouldn't give it up. Congratulations. She wins the women's 500-meter final in Beijing. What's the big deal? It's a black lady on ice. Wow. Welcome to Black History Month. Wow. Welcome to the continuation. Who said we can't skate? Well, listen. Can you um, skate, by the way? I can. Okay. I can. Okay. Actually, it's funny enough that that the sprint. This is the sprint, and I mean, and I think that sometimes when you're when you're watching uh, the Winter Olympics, you kind of go, "Where are all the the athletes that you'd seen the summertime?" Right. Notably, uh, you know, athletes that do track or or do some sort of power speed. And when I look at this, I I think about opportunity, and 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 it's clear that you know, for those of you who didn't know, Aaron was uh, you now will know she's the gold medalist and she's a sprinter. And so uh, what I love about this is that it opens the door for all those kids who, uh, you know, maybe a sprinter, uh, maybe someone who goes and runs track and maybe they're 10th or 15th or 20th in the world. The same way that you see track athletes gravitate from the track who can't, the the number one guys, uh, or sorry, the the guys that are not in the the top, those guys are gravitate, gravitate to the bobsled you're going to see a lot more people gravitate to that fast twitch muscle, power speed. Uh, that, that That's incredible. But I have to tell you, Jason, I would be remiss if I didn't speak about how Aaron got there and how, and, and how, and, and how, how incredible, you know, uh, good teammates are. Mm-hmm. There's a lady named Brittany Rowe, I think her name is. She's the 1,000, she's, I think she's the number one in the world, the 1,000, and in the 1500 meter uh, sprints, these are all sprints, by the way, because you're on skates. And Aaron had made a mistake uh, at her Olympic trials in the U.S. And I think that Brittany, uh, who was ranked number 10 in the 500 meters, okay. and, and Aaron, who was ranked number one, but made a mistake, Brittany gave up her spot. And, and to me, that's probably one of the most selfless things I've ever seen. And 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 Brittany deserves a ton of credit for contributing to Aaron being uh, a trailblazer, a trailblazer in sport, a trailblazer in society, a trailblazer in culture. So Brittany, thank you, uh, because you now will. Uh, first of all, I hope that you go and you win uh, your race. Uh, so you can celebrate with your girl, with your girl, Erin Jackson, with your girl. She already has gold. You will get yours. And you now have a million new fans for being such an incredible sport, uh, sportswoman. 
Erin Jackson of the United States becoming the first black woman to win gold in speed skating. Did so over 500 meters, as talked about. Yeah. She's the number one ranked speed skater in the world. Yes, sir. In the world. Yeah. On the planet. Now, in case you're wondering, the last American female speed skater to win gold in the 500 was Bonnie Blair. Bonnie, yeah. And uh, she did it a bunch of times uh, back through the late 80s, early to mid 90s. But uh, what a story. So it just goes to show you things are happening in places you'd never expect. We Years ago, it was a Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. And we got to shout out Benjamin Alexander, a 38-year-old from Jamaica. Right. The first Jamaican to compete in downhill Alpine yeah, skiing. Yeah, did you see it? Did you see the race? Well, yeah, he, he, we're, we're not ready. We're no. not ready to compete for the I, top yet, but it was good that we got down there. He's in the field. <laughs> he's in the lineup. You know, and the cool story, yeah, yeah, he was great, at though. a previous Olympics just working. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, I'm going to try this thing. So he, he's 38. Listen, but again, Jason, just, I mean, again, people that are out there who has, uh, you know, aspirations to do things. Uh, you know, we spoke earlier about football. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cup uh, was not drafted, didn't get scholarships, didn't do all those things. Now he's a Super Bowl winner. Aaron is the same way. Yep. And, and, so, and now you have Jamaicans, you know, downhill skiing. So, I mean, wherever you are, kids, and whatever you're doing, Whatever your dreams might be, don't let anyone stand in your way. 100%. Those are some great words. Jackson, by the way, the 29-year-old, she joins fellow American Shawnee Davis as the yeah. only black athletes to win an Olympic medal. Shawnee's an excellent athlete. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and paving the way. So, yeah. yeah, great stuff there. So, not everything, though, rosy for the Americans at these Olympic Games. We have to talk about what went on with Russian skater Camilla yeah. Valieva, yeah. a 15-year-old who tested positive for a banned substance. And she's still competing. And then you have Shikari Richardson, who was banned from the Summer Games in Tokyo after testing positive for marijuana. I think that Shikari has, a, has an incredible right um, to be pissed off in this situation. I think that it, it is incredible that, I, I have to tell you, I mean, when Shikari tested positive, she knew she did something wrong. Um, she embraced it immediately, uh, and she took her licks. She said, hey, listen, here, my mother passed away, didn't like the news, knew that I couldn't smoke marijuana. That's the only option that I had. I did it. Please, uh, you know, you know, do with it what you will. 
Um, you know, what, what's my penalty? Okay, you're going to suspend me? No problem. Okay? Every, what, when you sign up to the Olympic Games, you know, every single athlete, whether minor or not, is responsible for everything that goes in their body. So whether or not it's your grandpa's medication, mm-hmm. which is not, we already know that, uh, you know, uh, or, or, what, or marijuana, uh, then the, uh, unfortunately the penalty should be paid. And Shakari has a right to be pissed off, but more importantly, I'm looking at this minor child. It's a minor child, Russian uh, figure skater. I mean, the, the last time there was a figure skating scandal was, uh, you know, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, which is, which is you know, what's that? A knee gate. Um, mm-hmm. But it's incredible that you have a minor child that's surrounded by adults. That's it's clear that she's getting something from them. But because I, I, I mean, I didn't even know this until you know I went down, did more research on this. As a minor child, um, there's different rules from water for some reason, which is which is which is crazy. Because the thing is, if you're old enough and good enough. To be part of, uh, you know, the, the hierarchy of, of any sport, then you are responsible, or the people around you should be responsible. So, to that minor child, you are a victim also. However, because of what the people did around you, you unfortunately don't deserve to be competing at the Olympic Games right now. You're taking away the position from someone else who's worked very hard. For those people that have sur- that surround this minor child, mm-hmm. all of them should be suspended. All of them. Whatever doctor, um, whatever coach, whatever administrator, none of you should be allowed, at least there should be some penalty. So yes, uh, Shakari Richards have all the reasons in the world to be upset at this. And and this minor child has been used. So so Camilla is is obviously being used, and I don't understand how it is that, uh, you know, the, the the people surrounding her don't really understand that right now she's become a spectacle, and it's gonna weigh on her no matter what happens uh, later on in life because because you know this is not good, and and I and I know this is something that, you know, again she's young, but she doesn't deserve this either. Trimetazidine, in case you're wondering, is a banned substance. It's heart medication. Right. So obviously increases flow to the heart, increases your endurance, obviously helps with performance. So I totally get Shikari's point of view here. She's saying, you know, my mom passed. I was upset. Okay, I took a banned substance. It's not a performance-enhancing substance. Banned is banned. Wrong is wrong. I get you. Right. But I totally understand where she's coming from. She's like, this won't make me any faster. This won't and, you know, increase my performance. I'm not allowed to compete. This younger girl is. You brought up the valid points in terms of the age and whatever else. Right. But, um, yeah, this just doesn't sit right. Well, well, my line, I mean, because, I, because of the, first of all, I have a disdain for athletes who cheat, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who, who like, obviously, if you can make a mistake, I get that. But even if you make a mistake, then you still have to pay the penalty. I mean, you know, it, you know, I think that um, it, it, it is, it is, it, it's what Shakari's point is, and what my point is. I mean, I'll second her point: is that if you do something, and it's found that you're guilty of it, then you should be penalized for it. And and I, as an athlete who competed against athletes who were doped, uh, you know, who had to deal with you know stories and 
all kinds of people, you know, that, that were doing all kinds of drugs. And I had to answer their questions, which made me pissed off every day. <laughs> um, right. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm certain that the, the line is drawn in the sand when you sign up for the games, and 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 maybe I'm one of those altruistic uh, people where I think that, um, you know, we we all work hard and and we're all drug free, and it's all a level playing field, and we're gonna go out there and be and 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 the best wins. Uh, you know, I believe that. Uh, the the feel the, the, the I I don't believe that 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 this uh, young figure skater should be still competing, and uh, and and yeah I am I am I will side with Shakari Richardson because again, as a woman as a young woman, uh, she took her licks she knew what she did and, and she you know she went served her time came back and and uh, hopefully be be doing some great things on the track. Fair enough, fair enough. Now let's quickly backtrack because I never did get your take on the M&M thing. So let's just quickly go back to that where he took the knee. You know what? Uh, yes, I, I, uh, I, I don't, I, you know what I think? Yeah, I guess we should have discussed that. Yeah. that that's something that's pretty important. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Eminem still is sticking to his guns. I mean, I think that uh, obviously we're enjoying, uh, we're enjoying the football game. And, and maybe, Jason, I didn't want to, you know, we're having such a good time discussing such a good game and such a good halftime show. Uh, I don't, I want to make sure that it, it, it's not like a sad moment, but I want to make sure that um, people still understand that they, the, you know, because of Colin Kaepernick, which I thought, I thought that it would have been incredible if he was brought out during the middle of the halftime game, I thought he would just a wave. I thought that would have been something incredible, incredible for the game, uh, incredible for the NFL, great for media. But what Eminem did was remind us all that Colin Kaepernick started a protest, and that protest was about police brutality towards young black men or racialized community in the states. And so, yes, I I loved what he did. Uh, you know, he there's. I'm very certain it was very self-explanatory when he was when he was standing there and and uh, and Snoop and, and and Dre were were were, were performing. Uh, you know, so amidst it all, when we're enjoying the game, we're enjoying you know again the best halftime uh, best halftime show in recent memories. Let's. You M- can just M- lose the recent memory part. You can just it's let, no, no. I'm let, telling let you, let man. Let it go, DB. I'm, no, no. It's, it's, it's the no, no. best ever. It's a recent memory <laughs> thing. But but I'm saying to you, in so in light of all okay. that happening, right? In light of the fun that we're having, I'm very happy that Eminem kept it real, mm-hmm. as Dave Chappelle used to say, kept it real. Uh, by reminding us, reminding us, nice and subtle. There was no, never a need for anything. There's no explanation needed. It was nice and subtle where Eminem took a knee, understanding that this is still continuing and this pro- protest will continue. Just the way it should. And his support of Kaepernick, of course, protesting against police brutality, racial discrimination, and right. Eminem was warned not to do it. And he still said, I don't care. And this is not the first time. I remember the 2017 BET Award did the right. exact same thing, right? So he's making a statement on the biggest stage, pardon the pun, you know. Well, it is. Exactly, it is. in the it NFL. Is. So, you know what? I love the fact that he still brought a dose of reality mm-hmm. to what was a nice escape from it with that performance right. by those five slash six of them out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, amidst it all, like I said. Amidst the fun and the games and the mm-hmm. party we're having. Yeah, he, uh, he he kept it real. Kept it real for all of us. All of us. 
So, so I mean, and as long as it, it's, 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 and it wasn't, it wasn't in your face. So you knew exactly what very was going on. Very subtle. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and I loved it. Yeah, very, very subtle. All right. Now we can move on getting back to the Olympics because Kaylee Humphreys, let's uh, talk more about no gender balance, equality. They, they've never had this event before. It's called the Monobob. So yeah. we have sledding. We got the, the two person, the four person. Right. This is a one person event. You're doing the steering, you're doing the pushing of the sled, the braking. Of Everything. Sled, right. Kaylee Humphreys wins the first ever gold medal in the debut of this event. History. Right. But the backstory is <laughs> she has won medals previously at Olympics for Canada. All the medals before. She's now an American right. athlete. And this was quite the push to get everything in line for her to compete as an American. Now, this isn't the first time we've seen an athlete, you know, cross borders, so to speak, and, you know, compete for one and then another. But this is such an interesting, you know, turn of events if you will well it well the 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 kaylee humphrey situation is an interesting dynamic i mean un- unfortunately uh you know she's not competing for canada anymore but but i can understand exactly where she's coming from uh kaylee was here competed for canada uh, is that a slap in the face to canada by the way no i don't no? think so okay. i don't think so because i i think that canadians were still cheering for her her fans will never leave and that's the great thing about sports is that your fans never leave i mean and and unfortunately Sometimes you have idiot administrators that kind of get in your way because they seem to believe that they can control you. Kaylee did not get, felt felt uh, felt uh, that she did not get the support that she needed. She felt uh, that uh, there's some things that were happening in the, in the organization that didn't align with her. Her husband is American. She was training in America. I mean, I. You know, training, uh, Kaylee does a lot of training with my boy Stu, and she does a lot of uh, track training, so I know her. And I also know her workouts. And she just felt that, uh, you know, it was, um, you know, uh, time had expired, and, and certainly being married to an American, still being young, uh, still being very competitive, still being at the top of her game, that, that America was the, was the position uh, where, where she wanted to be. And, and you know what? Good on her, man. She's, uh, I support her. I definitely support her. She's she's someone that's been a fierce competitor uh, for Canada, and now she's just a fierce competitor for the U.S. But but at the end of the day, you know, myself as a world champion, Olympic champion, world record holder. I mean, I only always want to see the very best that people bring, and and Kaylee brought it for Canada. So when she went to the states, you can't expect her not to bring it. <laughs> so so the mono bob, the new event. Uh, she's she, she she's really like cut out for this event, man. Kaylee's a strong, powerful woman. Definitely can push the sled, and we all know that she can drive. You know, so the monobob was built for her. I mean, if, if, if when you watch when you watch the actual her actual event, I think that she's she won the event by like the lot by the, the the widest margin ever for an for Olympic oh, gold. Oh, make no mistake, <laughs> she is an amazing man. athlete, but. <clears throat> The rub for me, you're Canadian. Nah. You're not going to go push a sled for Russia or for Poland. Nah. You're going directly across the border to our arch enemy, so to speak. I know right. we're allies. I get it. But I'm saying back in the day, you ran for Canada, right? right. I had options. Though. You had options of Jamaica, England, UK. Turkey. Okay. Yeah. Those are all fine. Yeah. 
Can you imagine if you left Canada to go run for the United States, the backlash you would have received? I don't know about that. I probably got a ba- I got a backlash and a hundred million dollar check, so I'd have been all right. Well, good for you, <laughs> good for you. But I'm just saying, the, the rub for me is that Kaylee right. leaves the United States to go and compete for the U.S. I, and I get it, her husband and everything else. I understand right, what you're right. saying, but to me, that, that that's kind of a, a listen, backhanded, you know. I, I but listen, I get I get you. I get what you might be. Go anywhere upset. else. You can't go next no, door. No, no. Kay- Kaylee found the greatest options. And at the end of the day, as an athlete, she's an individual athlete, Jason. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, she's going to find her best options. I mean, I had better options. You know, like I, I shouldn't say that. I, I had great options as an individual athlete competing for this country. But I just think that track was, the, the things that I wanted to do was far bigger than just track for me. There was so much that was happening in this country historically. Uh, and okay. so and so I want I want I want to make changes. Kaylee, on the other hand, she's just continuing her own legacy. It's okay. just it's just a different country. Let, let me drop this on you, then we can wrap it. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Usain Bolt. Uh-huh. Jamaican. Right. Donovan Bailey, Jamaican descent. Right. How would you feel if Usain in the prime of his career said, I'm gonna go run for Trinidad? I'm gonna go run for Barbados. I'm gonna go run for Guyana, St. Kitts. I, I don't care which one. How would that make you uh, feel? That, that's not in my story, bro. Uh, you can't just, answer the question because you saying I never. You saying it's gonna run. But how would it make you feel if he did? I'm just saying to you that look, listen. Before me, the Olympic champion before me was a guy named Linford Christie, born in Kingston, Jamaica, representing the UK. No, that's now, okay. He didn't switch. He started there. Yeah, but he was born in Jamaica. That's fine. So was I, right? Right. But I'm saying. How would you feel if Usain all of a sudden left his nah, green, gold, and black for like blue and yellow of Barbados? Let me ask you a question. Okay. Even a better question. Okay. What if yep. I had just, I mean, you know, before you saying clearly, what if I had just ran for Jamaica? But that's fine. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay. You are Jamaican. Right. I don't care where you go. Oh, so you're, t- you're talking about- I don't like the switch. That's what bothers me. Okay. That's what bothers me. Right. And if Usain left Jamaica to go run for another island- Right. Jamaica would be in an uproar. That's all I'm saying. For, for a minute. Jamaica would be in an uproar for a minute until they start winning. The, great, the amazing thing about, is about, uh, is about Jamaica is that, is that we're extremely patriotic to winners. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, yeah, man, them win. Yeah, I, I, yeah, them come from it now. Right? Exactly. But then if you have to change your accent and all of a sudden you go Beijing well, well, yeah. and talk about Ephraim Flesh and thing like that, <laughs> that, that, all of a sudden, you know, you look at it differently. I'm not going to get all right. Let's just, the let's just leave it. Let's just leave it. All right. On the way out, we go track and field. Yeah. I mean, things continue to heat up. Noah Lyles, I saw him put up a PB the other day. Right. Uh, 656, I think it was, wherever he was competing. But the biggest track and field news of the week has to be the retirement of Justin Gatlin. This man, 19 years. We're not talking like Tom Brady sitting in the pocket throwing a football. We're talking about a single sport. Individual athlete. Exactly. Right. That's what I like to call my single sports. And everything that he has accomplished, world championships, Olympic gold medals, it goes on and on and on. Whether you like him or not, you got to give him credit. Yeah, you know what? Uh, much respect to, J- to Justin Gatlin. I mean, he's. He, I mean, he did take an eight-year vacation trying to make the NFL. Um, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, obviously, uh, we know that 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 he's involved in, in you know a couple of um, you know uh, PED stories. Uh, right. But 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 more importantly, uh, I think Justin came back. He redeemed himself. He followed the rules. He ran amazing. 
Uh, you know, he's one of the guys that was challenging the great Usain Bolt, and he in, beat him. In, in, yep, in every in every competition, you knew that Justin brought it, and and mm-hmm. kudos to him, man. I mean, obviously, he's uh, he's certainly one of the greatest one of the greatest sprinters that ever lived. I mean, amidst it all, amidst I mean, amid amidst his story and his legacy, good or bad, uh, he's someone who brought it, and and he's someone who who finished his track career the exact way that he should have. And it's the right way. He came in, abide uh, by, by all the rules uh, that he that was set forth in front of him. Um, competed for the U.S. against the world. Uh, you know, speaking of you know competing for the U.S. and bringing it every time, Justin was, was one of those oh. guys, and he and he represented U.S. well, man. And 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 you know, all in all, a good dude. Oh. And I get it. You said it. It's not like the reputation was squeaky clean. Right. I'm right. not saying it was a polished crown he wore on his head. There were right. some nicks. There were some blemishes. Right. But the longevity. You talked about the massive break. I don't care what the sport is. You take that long of a hiatus, yeah. you can come back and still get to the top of your game. And yeah. the way he did it, I mean, how many years were you all, all together, would you I, say? I was 10 years. I was 10, ten years. but And that's yeah, a long time. 10 years, my last three years, major injuries. But I'm, I'm saying to you that, that yeah, what, what, he, what he did, I mean, man, I mean, he, so he did like, he had some Tom Brady-like career. You know, for, to be, to be in, in I, mean, I think you saying was 10 years also, right? I think he was. Um, but, uh, but, if not longer, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying that, that Justin Gatlin, mm-hmm. you know, amidst it all, all the, all the highs, all the lows, um, incredible athlete, brought it every time, has some records uh, to his name that's still on the books. Uh, you know, much respect, man. You know, good good youth. Yeah, that was, that was something else. So I know people are going to be saying, what are these guys talking about? He did this, he did that. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. Absolutely. Valid points. Absolutely. But Absolutely. he also did this and that and that and this over 19 years. Yeah. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Nineteen yeah. years. It's not. It's not our responsibility uh, to determine whether or not a guy should compete. Uh, you know, uh, World Athletic uh, Doping Association. You know, uh, the 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 International Olympic Committee, IAAF, all that stuff. Yeah, Justin did it. He did it all. He did it all. And and uh, and you know, I guess like Frank San, Frank Frank Sinatra said, you know, he, he did it my way. So he did it his way. And and uh, and for that. Congratulations, uh, Justin, on an incredible career um, from one champ to another. Uh, you know, I'm very certain that there's, uh, you, I, know, I know you got some good people around you uh, that you will, you will sail off and continue to do incredible things off the track and also continue to be an incredible ambassador for track and field. You know, so man, uh, kudos, man. That puts a wrap on this edition of Running Things with Donovan Bailey. Uh, coming up. Next episode, we'll talk more Olympics. We'll touch on transgender in the yeah, NCAA. Absolutely, that that I think I'm that looking topic, forward to. That. Yes, I'm looking for a bit of a tease. Yes, yes, bit of a tease. So we'll have that and lots more. Any closing comments? Um, well, let's. The, the weather needs to get better soon, and and <laughs> and uh, stay safe until next week. All right, the defense rests. Something it, it can't do, and. Matthew Stafford is on the field. The Super Bowl champion, Matthew Stafford. Donovan running things, and I'm just sitting here beside him, keeping him company. My boy, man. Broadcast brought to you by ACAST. As always, thanks to the company. We'll see you again next time.